Welcome to the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Boyd-Waters. A few weeks ago, I spent 30 minutes in a strategy consultation with a guy who had a great idea for his own consulting business. But whenever I tried to talk to him about how he was actually going to get his idea in front of his community, how he was going to discover what his customers needed, or what he was going to build so that his clients could hire him, he just kept talking about his vision. Don't get me wrong. Having a vision is a great starting point, but you have to act in order to build a business. In two months, I'll be talking about how teachers can act to build their online publishing companies at the National Council of Teachers of English in Anaheim, California. If you can't attend that conference, though, one good place to start is to pay attention to the stories of people who have done the analysis, created a product or service, and then told everyone about it. Two of my former students started this journey a year ago and are celebrating their first business anniversary as a local landscaping company, Jay and Nate's Landscape. They've graciously agreed to take time out of their busy schedules to share their entrepreneurial story with us. What really struck me about that story is that even though they're both very young, they made three key decisions and took actions that enabled them to start and grow a thriving company. We'll hear their story after these messages. Are you ready to take control of your life? Then you've come to the right place. The Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast is here to help entrepreneurs like you start, grow, and scale the online business you love. Join host Michelle Waters as she shares her journey from the classroom to the freedom of being her own boss. She'll interview inspiring entrepreneurs and share tips and insights along the way. All right, without any further ado, Let's get this show started. You know something needs to change. Your comfort zone is shrinking, but you need a roadmap to get out. You want to start a business or achieve that goal you always wanted, but what can you do? Rethink Your Lifestyle can help you find the answers. Our Get Out of Your Comfort Zone online course will help you plan and chart your journey out of that comfort zone and into a new, happier you. Learn how you can take action and rewrite your story at RethinkYourLifestyle.com slash Comfort Zone Course. Hello, welcome back to the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Boyd-Waters, and today I have Jordan and Nathan with Jay and Nate's Landscape. I am excited to have you guys here and to hear your story today. Thank you for having us. Glad to be here. So I've got a few questions that I kind of wrote out ahead of time, just thinking about the story that um, I've been able to hear and that you guys have shared with me. And so if you could tell us, I mean, I, I know I already said that it's a landscaping company, but kind of, can you tell us what that means? What kind of business is that really? So we have a landscape company located in the Norman, Oklahoma City area. And with the landscaping company, we offer a variety of services ranging from lawn care to aeration, to overseeding, to sod replacement. It's, it's a variety of services. So I hear what I'm hearing is aeration and overseeding, and I'm thinking I have no idea what that is. So that is why I hire uh, people like you, or actually technically you guys, because I I have no idea. Um, and that is one thing that I've learned as a small business owner that it's such a good idea to hire people who know what they're doing to do things that I don't know how to do, or in some cases don't want to do. And and so that's kind of one of the reasons why. I have been wanting to talk to you guys about what you're doing is when I was your age, it would have never occurred to me to start a business. I never would have thought 
that it was something that I could even do. So if you could talk to me a little bit about, you know, who you guys are, um, how old you are, if you want to throw that in there, and how do you know each other? Well, I, I'm Jordan Womack. I'm 22, about to be 23 here this November. So it's coming up quick. I'm Nathan, also 22. Birthday's coming up about a week after his. Yeah, and you guys are like four, four, three and four months older than my son. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, then where did he go to school again? He went to Noble. Okay, okay. Yeah, so not far down the road, actually. Yeah, so. and he went to the Technology Center, so you guys probably saw him in school when I was teaching, and he came by and stopped in to stay there before he rode the bus to the Technology Center. So for those of you that are, might be a little confused, these guys were in my class as when I was an English teacher at their school, and they're still talking to me, so apparently I did not mess them up too badly. <laughs> it it's crazy, but yes, we have, we've all known each other for the longest time. Him, I've known since about third grade. It's the craziest wow. story, actually, but it, it gets deep, but yeah. it is a crazy, crazy situation. And yes, you were my teacher, my my English teacher for a long time. She put up with me for a long time. You put up my with me craziness. too. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a fun time. It was a fun I time, like though. I, I will say it was I, you look back on it now after just being an adult, you know, you have so many responsibilities laid on you after you just graduate and then you just, the whole world hits you, you know? Yeah. So oh, yeah. you look back on that and you really think, man, I, I do miss high school. I do miss being a kid. So how do you go from, I graduated high school to, Hey, I'm going to start my own company. I, I don't see very many kids out there doing that. How did that, how'd that happen? I mean, for me personally, it was really just that that passion and telling myself that, hey, I can do more. I can do more. I can keep moving up, you know, because for a long time, I bounced around doing a lot of different jobs. I worked construction in Seattle. I came back here and did some framework here, did a lot of landscaping around for a lot of different people. And I feel like it was one of those things that with the landscaping, it was I'm good at it and it stuck. I enjoyed doing it, you know, because the construction, it was good money, but I would just feel like I was in this, like, just this cycle of wake up, work eight hours, go to sleep, wake up, work eight hours, go to sleep. There was just no joy in it, you know? It was yeah. more of just, I'm doing it because I have to, you know what I mean? Right. I have to right. make money. I have to handle my responsibilities. And just for me personally, yeah, it was landscaping. It just really stuck. And it was one of those things where it didn't feel like a, like a job, you know? It was something that it's waking up and I'm passionate about. I'm ready to go get to the office. I'm ready to go out and start hitting some yards. I'm just, it's one of those things that it was, I was really passionate about. And it working for all these other people, I was always told from certain companies, hey, Jordan, you're you're really good at this. You're going to you're going to work with me one day. You're going to outwork me one day. And it was just one of those things that always stuck with me that I just told myself I can I can keep going. I can move up. I yeah. can be more than just an employee of a company. Absolutely. And if you don't mind me throwing this in here, I remember, you know, when you first arrived in my class, you were one of those kids that 
you know, there's some kids, they come in, they never say anything, Nathan. <laughs> he hardly ever said anything. But Jordan showed up, and I don't remember what the question was I asked or what I put out there. But you kind of, Nathan, or Jordan, you kind of questioned me and kind of said something. And I thought, oh, my, this kid either, he knows what he's talking about. he And he gets what's going on in English class. He's been paying attention some in somebody's English class. And I kept thinking, or I thought in that moment, either this kid is going to be an asset to this class and is going to be able to lead people to, you know, better, deeper understandings of what I'm trying to teach, or he'll remove those last two letters. Thankfully, you kept the last two <laughs> letters, or we wouldn't be having this conversation. But you really, you were a yeah, I think my grandma then. would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um you led the other kids. You led them to be a part of a writing group. You led them to be involved in some speech and debate. You led them to do quick writes at the beginning of class without complaining too much. Um, and so I knew then that you were going to be a leader. I just didn't know where you were going to go or what direction you were going to go with that. And so it sounds like you found, you did some searching, you tried several things. And then, you know, one of the things that I like to teach is that you got to find what you love. And then something that you love that other people are willing to pay you for. And it looks like that is what you guys have done. So you kind of talked a little bit about, Jordan, what inspired you to go with landscaping. Nathan, could you kind of talk about your story in terms of what inspired you to join this venture? It's similar to the same situation, just could do more for myself. Didn't want to be stuck in the same spot. Need to get out of my box, my comfort zone, really. Absolutely. Be my own leader, follow my own path. Was this something, Nathan, that you're like, hey, Jordan, you ought to start a landscaping company? Or was it Jordan going, hey, Nathan, I want to start a landscaping company. Come on. How did, how did that work out? It was just the idea of, like, what do we want to do with our lives, really? And, like, just what can come to our mind first and what we know what we can learn fast from and landscaping was just it this is actually the craziest story if i can touch base on this for a second but absolutely we're sitting here we're both we're both we both have the same job at a detailing a detailing shop in norman so we're just working there every day in the freezing cold wow. i mean and we're it's this we've been there for around two months at the time so it's this very cold day it's like late late October and um we're both just so tired and I picked him up for work that morning because his car wasn't currently working so I picked him up from work that morning and we get to work and we both there's this thing at that detailing place it's called the tunnel and it's like where the cars drive through for the just the self car wash the auto car wash and so, and there's always, there has to be a person in there that helps like uh, wipe down windshields and do things such as that. And that day me and him both got to work and they stuck us in this tunnel in the freezing cold. And I looked at him and I said, man, this, this, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot do this. I cannot. Yeah. So that very night, is when we were currently living in the same apartment together. So that very night, we're sitting there, we're just eating, eating dinner, eating some pizza, just watching TV and we're talking. We're just, man, I can't, I can't do this, man. I just can't sit here and do this. I feel like I'm wasting my talents. And so we're sitting there and we both just 
talking about jobs that we've liked, like things, things, careers so far that we've worked on that we just kind of always had that passion for, but never stuck with, you know, kind of just got lost in translation through the years. And we both were sitting there and we were talking about just those times where we would go out and mow my grandma's yard for 20, 30 bucks and just how good she would tell us it was, how, how great it was. And we both looked at each other and it was almost like that, that moment where you could both just see that light bulb, you know what I mean? Just light bulb. And then that is when we contacted you to actually help (laughs) us get all this stuff rolling. And yep, and I remember getting that message and going, hey, I can help with that. <laughs> it's been so, a great process. It really has. Absolutely. I've really enjoyed having the opportunity to see you guys grow and run your business and um, getting somebody else to take care of the weeds at my property. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's something that, you know, I'm allergic to grass, so I, I prefer not to take care of that. And we're always so busy. And so you guys come out here and you know, we pay you and you take care of the weeds and we don't have to think about it. And so I I really appreciated you guys taking care of us. I know for me, Nathan, I was kind of like you when I was in high school. I never spoke to anybody. I mean, I was on the newspaper staff and so I was writing, but I didn't really speak to people a lot because I was shy and I was nervous and socially awkward and all of that craziness. And so I think that people... Well, people even now say, you know, you tell me that you're an introvert and that you're, you know, quiet and what have you. And you tell me your story about being uh, shy in high school. And now you're like doing a podcast and you're speaking at conferences and doing all these things. And I'm seriously surprised that you go out and you do these things. And do you think that people would be surprised to hear that you guys have been running your company and, you know, doing this for a year, almost a year now? Uh, Yeah, probably. Yes, it's surprising for us it made it this far and still going but glad we still have it going and just to like touch base on that question I feel like just surprised in general I don't feel like that many people would be too surprised because I feel like going in with that mindset that's kind of like everyone wants to see me fail I feel like a lot of that time it brings people to that victim they want to it's don't make yourself the victim you know what i mean because in in the majority of the time most people want to see you succeed even the people that have seen you not do well not i me myself i i had trouble in high school not with doing the work not with not being able to but just applying myself to that so and i would say even the people that seen me at those times i wouldn't say that they want to see bad on just that whole situation you know I would I really like feel it as if even those people that seen us at the worst they still want to see us do good the vast majority of the time people do want to see you succeed yeah and so kind of what I'm hearing and speaking to the teachers in my audience too just because maybe you weren't successful at something or just because you're not doing well at something right now doesn't mean that you're never going to don't let your past holds you back. You've got to move forward, figure out what it is that you enjoy, what you can do to serve other people, because really that's what you're doing, and then make that happen, take action. And that's what has really impressed me about what you guys have done. You sat there, you were on a couch, you were watching TV and eating pizza and talking about what you wanted to do, but then you immediately took action. There's a lot of people that are still sitting on that couch, still eating that slice of pizza and not doing anything, but y'all made it happen. 
And we appreciate that, Michelle. And I just feel like a big part of it is, and a big part of just business in general, you cannot let the past dictate your future decisions. It's the, the past and those mistakes. Those are the things that mold you into the person you are. It's the things that teach you what not to do. You learn from the, the things you went wrong with. You use that as a book. You look at all those mistakes and you you look at each one of those and you critique that, okay, what can I do next time to fix that? Okay, how can I improve myself? So I feel like you should really use the past as more of a tool to, to move forward, as more of just a book to look at to just show you what not to do, what yeah. what could have been done differently. Absolutely. So it's it's about learning from the past, not being held back by it. Absolutely. And that that is something that I've seen about you guys. You don't let that stuff hold you back. You just keep moving forward. And that is definitely something that my people in my audience need to hear from you and need to learn. What would you say has been the most difficult part of running your business? I'd say really just getting out of that comfort zone of just talking to clients every day every single day you're talking to new people with different personalities different attitudes different just you know telling what they've been through that day you know what I mean so it's just really going out there and putting yourself out there I feel like that's been a big thing with me that I've I've improved on a lot this year and I've always been as you know I've I've always been a very talkative person but it's still like just going out there every day and having to be the one that handles everything. It's a lot more challenging. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I I totally feel that because, you know, with my, I I started a web design and hosting company 20 years ago when, you know, Christopher was still a baby. So you guys were too. And I I didn't want to have to go out to work and pay somebody else to take care of my kid. And so I decided to stay home, start a web design and hosting company And when you do that, it's you. What really helped me was when I finally got to the point where I could hire somebody to help me. And this is kind of a a funny story, I think so anyway, that I want to share. Um, I had four dedicated servers. I had several clients from around the world, like around 300 or so. And we had just moved one group of clients, like 50 of them from one server to another, which means some parts of people's websites were breaking and they were submitting help desk tickets. And it was three in the morning and I was hitting the wall and I just thought I cannot stay awake a moment longer. I have got to go get some sleep. I'd gone to bed and thought I'll wake up in just a few hours. I woke up noon. And I was just thinking there are going to be so many people mad and so many tickets in my help desk. And this is going to be ugly and it's going to be bad. And I just want to go hide under a rock. But I got online and I went to help my help desk and I was right in that there were a bunch of tickets. But because I had hired a company to help me and to take care of those tickets, every single one of them had been replied to. Everybody was happy. People were like, oh, this is so great. Y'all are wonderful taking care of this so quickly. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) I was so relieved about that. Um, can you talk to, and I know that you guys kind of have brought some people in to help you. Can you kind of talk to us about that process of bringing people in and getting help? And that, that, that getting help aspect, it's a big part of being successful. You know, you cannot be scared to ask for assistance because 
everyone needs it. Everyone needs a uh, guidance, kind of a stepping stone, you know? Yeah. And um, with your hosting Rethink ELA, it helped us a lot with getting just automations, you know, getting even just the website. Because when, when I talk about starting a website, I had no idea even where to start. And as you know, you helped me um, initially start up Oh, you, I'm not going to call out any names of it, but it was, it was a disaster. It was yeah, a disaster. Yeah, it was like, and I was not happy with that. Oh my goodness. It was very hard and just doing all of that on your own. It takes a lot of time out of other things that you could be being productive with. And yes, being an entrepreneur, you know, time is money. It quite yes. literally is your money. So when we would be stuck there for an hour, two hours, working on how to get estimates sent out, how to get this up on the site, get our prices listed. You know, we're losing, we're losing, we're losing money. We're losing opportunities. So it was, it was a really great help. As soon as we got involved with Rethink Hosting, it helped tremendously just not having to be the one on there 24 seven to critique and tweak every single aspect and Mm -hmm. just for if things go wrong if a server crashes oh i am not your i'm not your guy to talk to because that is that is not my language absolutely fortunately that is my language and so (laughs) if something goes wrong you know where to find me and then i go get my upstream people and say you guys take care of this and they take care of me and I take care of you guys. And, you know, um, anybody who's interested, that's through rethinkyourhosting.com. I you know, offer hosting, I offer design, I offer maintenance. And of course, you guys, I'm taking care of all of that for you all. So that was an important point that you made. You can't be afraid to ask for help. And not only that, but also you have to know what kind of help to ask for. Um, I, I know some people will be like, I'm, you know, I, I got to, it's my website. I got to take care of it. But if that's not what makes you money, then you need to be out doing what makes you money, whether it's out actually doing the work in your business, or if you, you know, you're out get, getting estimates or giving estimates and sending out invoices and doing the stuff that's actually going to get money brought in. And so that's a, you know, like you said, that's an area that people really need to pay attention to and make sure they're not wasting time because, you know, they're throwing money away when that happens. So what would you say has been the most rewarding part of running your own business? I would say the relationships. The, we've met a lot, a, a large amount of people that have helped us a lot grow with our business and not just with business, but with us personally, with just learning how to be an entrepreneur, learning and it never stops. The learning yeah. never stops. Exactly. I feel like I've learned a fraction of what needs to be learned, but it's it's a process. And yeah. I really feel like this has really opened the door to, we meet a lot of people. We're out every day talking to new people. So you meet a lot of people with different career paths. And we've met a lot of people that that career path has linked into ours and it's really helped us. And they've helped us just figure out how business works, how everything works. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the same with me running, you know, the web design company, the web hosting company, especially doing this podcast, I get to connect with a lot of different people and hear their stories and share their stories, just like I'm doing right now. So with all of that in mind, what would you say is the one thing that people need to take away from your story and from this interview? 
I would say if you feel like you can do it, do it. Don't just yeah. talk about it because that is something back in school that took me just so long to get over is just that we would talk so much about these plans but with no action it had no action behind it we would have a whole list written down of things we're going to do this 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 and this but would never take action and i will say just taking that action will bring you farther than you'd ever think even if you feel as if you have zero idea what you're doing go for it do it because without getting your foot in the door without taking those steps you're always going to stay in that box of just yeah. not wanting to leave that comfort zone and that comes with taking action is just breaking out of that zone and doing new things and learning new things life is about learning and it never stops absolutely and until you get out of that box, you really honestly don't necessarily know where you're going to go. You've got to take some steps and figure out which way you're being pushed or which way you're, you know, it's not working and, you know, meet people. And there, there are some things that I never would have realized I was going to do if I hadn't stepped out of that box and made this happen because I wouldn't have met the right people. And that goes for business, that goes for education, it, it goes for life in, in general. I mean, you look back and you're like, if I had not met that one person, none of this would have happened. Or if I'd not met that other person, or if I'd not taken that step, um, then none of this would have happened. I want to say thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story. For those of you who are listening, if you're in the Oklahoma City or Norman area and you need a landscaper, it's j um, jnatelandscape.com. So go there and hire them and they will take really good care of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, Michelle. Thank Not you. Have a good day. You too. Create a customized plan for your online business success with this Take You by the Hand course by my mentor, Cindy Bedar. She walks you through every step from choosing a business model to crafting a profitable marketing strategy. Check it out at rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash online business startup plan. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast where you learn how to be your own boss. Have questions about starting, growing, or scaling your business? You can ask us anything. Just fill out the form at www.rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash askmeanything, and Michelle will answer your burning entrepreneurial questions in an upcoming episode. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time.